Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. There's people out there that have walked the path and can help guide you. It's the balance of trusting yourself and trying things and being okay if it doesn't work. But then also leaning on your support system and your mentors for sure. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. I have invited Audrey of Audrey Nicole Photography back to the studio. And not only is she a dear friend of mine, but she traveled the path of starting out as one of my students, one of the folks that came to my Escape the Cubicle workshop years and years and years ago. And I did some mentoring and she did some shadowing with me, eventually became my associate eventually made the leap of quitting her job and going full-time in photography. And now Audrey is killing it. So I thought it would be really fun for us to just chat about how we learned the things we learned to get to where we are and just kind of shoot the shit a little bit. So before we dive into this awesome couple of episodes with Audrey, here is a word from the folks who support the show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things. 
to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. It's recording. Hi, Audrey. Hi, Natalie. (laughs) This is so fun because you've been on the show multiple times and now we're in the 300th something episode territory, which is mind blowing to me. That's crazy. Two years, 300 episodes. It'll be three years in May, I think. May, end of April. I know. Bonkers. That's awesome. Ah, twice a week. Twice a week. So, okay. So we're here because, well, we were chatting. So we chat a lot, but we do our little mastermind thing. And we were thinking it would be cool to share some of our own experiences about photo businessy related things. Yeah. I like that we were talking about the um, the A to B, like getting from where you are to where you want to go faster. Yep. And kind of what helps you do that. Um, we both mentor people and we both have seen people in all different iterations of that and you know or even going back to like you and I meeting and now how you're kicking butt and I think I see I don't know about you but I see folks at all different levels but sometimes people get stuck and you had mentioned something like sometimes I think it's just about not getting the exact right answer but just trying shit for you like okay I'm just gonna try this and see if it works yep a hundred percent throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks kind of (laughs) theory because sometimes we get stuck in this loop of like I want to just ask the people that are already where I want to be how they got there and you get hyper focused on these people and their journey and what they're doing now and you forget you're like just constantly looking for the right answer right (laughs) forget that the right answer is not the same for everyone. And you actually have to like try a bunch of things and fail at a bunch of things in order to get the right answers. And that can be hard because when you fail at things, sometimes, you know, people get discouraged and then they think, well, I suck at this. So that means I need to stop, but that's actually not true at all. You have to just keep going, keep going, keep trying until finally you'll find things that, Oh, that works. Oh, that feels good. And then that's like where you keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's super important. And I it's funny because, yeah, there are things that you can teach people on sort of a high level. Like this is how you create a lead magnet or this is how you do a wedding contract. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there are so many nuanced pieces in a service-based business where it's like you and your client. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a you have to deal with styles of communication. You have to deal with personalities, creative working styles organizational styles, like how you run your business, all that stuff is a little bit different for everybody else, not to mention like life is different. So yeah, I think when we started talking about this, I thought it was just really important to start kind of noodling over it because I wonder if people are just, I I think part of it is because people don't want to fail, but you know that you might, or you know that you will deep down. And so it's like scary. It's sort of like this is dumb, but it's sort of like going to the doctor or something. You're like, I know I have to get a shot or whatever, something like kind of unpleasant. And you kind of build it up in your head and you want to avoid it because, but really it's not that bad. 
And most of the time, the failures in business, I at least in my experience, aren't. Some of them are frustrating, but most of the time they're not that bad. It's just that you try something and there's crickets or that it just was a crappy shoot or whatever, and then you move on. Yep, totally. It usually is never as bad as we make it up in our head to be. And also, we've all gotten this far in life <laughs> figuring it out, you know, so you you will figure it out in the moment. I just read this quote that was like, the you that will figure out the future problem will emerge when that future problem emerges. So like, maybe there's a future problem that you've never dealt with before. And you're like thinking about it and worrying like, oh my gosh, how will I figure this out if this happens? You can't figure it out from here. But if it does happen and you end up in that position, that you will emerge and figure the solution out in that moment. Mm, Yeah, for sure. Because you just don't know the context of the situation of what's going to happen of like, you don't really know any details and you can't hypothetically figure it out ahead of time. Right. Or you just get anxious and then you don't want to do it. Right. And our, our lovely anxiety likes to like make us try and figure out problems before they ever happen. And then we relive the problem twice. Yeah. (laughs) At least mine does. Yeah. No, it's just like (laughs) a protection mechanism, but it's true. So it's sort of like, Okay. I don't think we're saying that you don't need guidance or mentorship at all. That's no, not at all. all. But it's taking the guidance and mentorship and, and feeling into sort of what works for you, I think. Cause I, I've always said that investing in guidance or mentorship or education, I mean, the whole point of it is to get from A to B faster. We can all, I mean, we're not surgeons, we're photographers. So to a degree, we can learn how to do this ourselves. And back in like 2009 and 10, I, I did a lot of my own stuff that took me a really long time to figure out, but there really wasn't a lot of help back then. Yeah. But I do think that the investing just takes you there so much faster and it ultimately kind of ends up being not as expensive as it seems at first because you're not wasting so many extra weeks and months of time. Yes. I think what I'm getting at is like, and we've talked about this, is as mentors, people just want the exact answer. And I think the middle ground is that mentors can give you a path, they can make you accountable, they can say, go do this, you know, whatever, but they ultimately can't tell you exactly what to do in your own business, or whatever. Yep, exactly. And I have kind of a more unique situation, because I actually went to school for photography, and have a degree in it. And not most, most people, I don't think do that, especially nowadays, like YouTube, has everything you need, has a lot of things that you need to know, not everything, but like when it comes to like some technical type things that I went to school for. And I've always said, you know, now in retrospect, but I couldn't see this then, like mentoring and one-on-one education type things are far and beyond any other types of education when it comes to this field. Mm -hmm. The in-person, yeah. And I, you know, I went and got a whole degree and granted, it wasn't all photography. It's a it's a fine art degree. Um, so there's lots of other stuff there too. But the mentorships that I've done, the in-person things that I've done, the shadowing work that I've done has taught me more than anything. And yeah, I want to be clear too that I wasn't saying like, no, you shouldn't be seeking out help. You should just figure it all out on yourself. Not at all. Not at all. You don't have to do that. Like there's people out there that have walked the path and can help guide you. But you also need to learn to, it's the balance of trusting yourself and trying things and being okay if it doesn't work, but then also leaning on your support system and 
your mentors for sure. Yeah, totally. There isn't like a perfect path, you know, and learning by doing is massive. It's the same with my teaching background. It was like, it wasn't until I got in the classroom two years after learning stuff out of books that I was actually feeling like I was getting the hang of teaching because mm-hmm. you can't teach until you've actually taught. And the same with photography. You can't just read books about cameras or exactly. or read yep. books about business or hire a mentor about business and wait until you have all of the exact information before you invest in a website or, you know, whatever it is. Right. You know, you have to do it. You just have to do it. That's like I, probably the underlying theme. Yep. The doing is like the biggest thing doing because you can in your head, like create, oh, how it's going to work, but you just really don't know until you actually do the things. And what works for me or works for your mentor might be something that does not end up working for you. Right. And the cool thing about a mentor in most situations is that they have a totally different perspective than you do. So you can like, you're going to be guided and pushed to get whatever is next on the to-do list done or to try out a new thing. But you're not going to be in your own head the whole time. You'll have someone being like, hey, like this doesn't read so well. Maybe you want to like take out this sentence or hey, like this part of your workflow seems clunky to me. I tried to subscribe to your email list and nothing happened or whatever. And those are other reasons I think that working with someone is hugely helpful because figuring out if your system is broken isn't always as obvious to you as it is to someone else. Totally. And the accountability part too. I mean, we're our own worst enemy and I (laughs) I can attest to that. I'll be like, well, I mean, sitting on the couch and eating tacos just sounds better right now. (laughs) But after a while, it's like, okay, somebody needs like knowing whenever I've had a mentorship, just knowing that like so-and-so had told me that I need to have these things done by the next time we meet, like I would get them done. Yeah. If it was just me I was relying on, I would be eating tacos on the couch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then, which is great, eating tacos on the couch is great, but then I truly would not be, I would be disappointed with myself when things, my business wasn't going the way I wanted it to be. And it's like, well. Yeah. Which brings me to like one of my favorite things that just popped into my head is this idea of clarity. I think Mm. people hear that all the time. Clarity again. (laughs) But if, if just if you kind of understand what clarity means on a higher level, which is just knowing exactly where you're going, it's literally like opening up a map and being like, I'm here. Like, you know, when you go to the mall and it's like, you are here. Mm-hmm. That's what clarity does. And that map is like your finances and your workflow and your whatever, your what's in your bag, all the sorts of aspects of running a photo business. But it's funny when you step back and if you were to analyze in your, you know, just really quickly, like, how easy and accessible is your contact form? Like, what is the first thing people get from you when they get in touch? What is the next thing that happens? How easy is it for them to book? Is your contract making sense or is it out of date? I mean, there's like a workflow from the time that a client finds us to a time that we deliver the photos that always needs a little bit of tweaking and improvement. But when you really start breaking it down, just that piece, most folks are lacking some clarity. But then when you plug that into the greater thing, like, why am I doing this? Like, what is my greater goal? How much money exactly do I need to make each month in order to hit my marks or whatever? How much time do I have before I'm burnt out? How many people do I have to say no to or funnel into a different month of the year, maybe, or whatever it is? Like, all of this fits under clarity. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that that is one of the huge pieces that 
working with someone else and talking with someone else can help you achieve too, because I, including myself, we all have like a little bit of a clarity problem. And as soon as you don't really know where you're going, you want to eat tacos on the couch. Yes. Oh my God. You nailed it. (laughs) Seriously. Cause like I think about my own, you know, journey and the times that I've just been so overwhelmed or been like, I don't even know what to do with what to do. Or if I've found myself in a place of burnout because I overworked myself too much. When I take the time to sit down and like map it all out again. Yes. Like clarity is peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And that is the truth. Like if you get it out of your head and make it clear and outlined, it's just less, so much less of a beast than when it was living in your head and it doesn't take up all your energy. Right. And then once it's outlined, you know, having someone to be like, this is the most important thing you should be working on right now. Mm-hmm. I think that there's in my own, I notice it in my own like work habits. And I bring, I used to bring this up a lot with the Cal Newport book, the deep work, but like truly how distracted we all are and how there, it's, it's a practice. I mean, we all talk about like meditation and being present and stuff. That's one thing, but the practice of just actually being productive when you sit down to work is a whole other thing. And even if you have the clarity roadmap, so to speak, like, you know, where you're going, sometimes it's like, it takes forever to get there. If you don't have someone telling you, this is what you really need to do next. And if you don't have tools or boundaries for like working without distraction or like the, you know, like the, like the Pomodoro method where it's like, yep. you set a timer and everything turns off and you're just like, I am doing this one thing. I am answering emails for the next 20 minutes. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Recently I've started um, just on the topic of distraction. I started, I turned my text notifications off. Mm. It is the best thing I've ever done. I mean, I can still go in and check my texts whenever I want, but I'm not being distracted and interrupted so often and picking up my phone. Cause then when I pick up my phone to look at the texts, then I'm like, Ooh, Instagram. And yeah. And while I maybe am not, repl- I mean, my, my lifestyle allows for me to not reply to text messages immediately. Some people use their phone for their business and that may not work for them, but for me, it, it really does. And it's been really nice. So just. Out. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about that forest app? Yes. Is that where you make the tree grow? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, a it's called forest. It's a free app. There's like, obviously stuff you can buy like different trees and plants, which, you know, appeals to me on some level, but I have not purchased any extra plants, but basically you, it's a primer, <laughs> but you can set it on your phone so that it, your tree dies. If you open up your phone and use oh it time, or you don't have to have that setting. <laughs> I, the reason I actually turned that setting off is because I tend to use like my calculator a lot when I'm like, there's just stuff that was not social media related or distraction related that I, that was related to the work I was doing. But anyway, I highly recommend starting with that function on, because if you set your timer for, let's say 30 minutes and you're like, in this 30 minutes, I'm going to, to edit this contract or something, you know, something very specific you'll catch yourself. It's crazy how distracted we are. Mm -hmm. You know, you really do have to close everything else down, all your windows, all your beeps and dings and blurps and whatever the hell is going on. Like shut the door, start the timer and really get a sense of like how there's probably other reasons why you're not getting stuff done Mm -hmm. than just not knowing what to do next. Yeah, totally. 
and it is a practice because like we're so like conditioned now to be distracted so like I noticed that I I stopped being able to sit and like read novels (laughs) for very Mm -hmm. long and even like tv shows I like lose I will get distracted and so I've been really working on like practicing again how to have my attention span be held for much longer totally which sounds like embarrassing to admit but like I think a lot of us are in that same position we just it's just the way our society is now oh there was a time during COVID where I was like watching tv and playing like two games like I was like oh I'm gonna play poker and then I'm gonna play my other game and then I was like (laughs) I'm playing like I'm doing three things right now but none of them very well and why does my brain need to be again this was like mid to I don't know, mid COVID where you're just in your house. But I was, I think that doing that like day after day after day does contribute to some crazy brain patterns. And I think I do recognize that I have to practice being focused. And when I practice being focused, in addition to like looking at what I'm clear about, I get so much more done and I don't spend time on shit that I don't need to be doing. Thank you for listening Everything is linked in the show notes, but if you would like to learn more about our workshop that we are hosting together in person in the Twin Cities this spring, go to photobizhelp.com forward slash workshop. There you can get all the details and sign up. There are obviously a very limited amount of seats, so get yours as soon as you can. Can't wait to see you there. Again, it's photobizhelp.com forward slash workshop. Quick reminder to check out all that clarity stuff I mentioned in the beginning. You can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. There you can read all about Cultivate Clarity, my new one-on-one intensive to help you replace your overwhelm, your procrastination, your confusion, all that crappy stuff with motivation and excitement again for what you're doing. So head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats to get 50% off your first year. And remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.